Game begin. Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I'm your host, Andrew. Joining me today, we have got Zach. Ha! Trip. I am Iron Man. And Brett. Hey, guys. Well, we are three episodes in to our MCU series where we go in chronological order through the whole thing. So that brings us to the very beginning today of the MCU. <laughs> it's, it's weird, <laughs> but that is Iron Man. The beginning Man. of the, the first release, but like the like midway third, third the, in chronological. Yeah. Well, the other yeah. significant thing is it's it's our third installment, which it's fitting to have the number three because it's also episode 30, 30. for oh, not, Holy That's cow. 30. Zero. Seems like just last week we were on 29. Yeah, well, what it's Zach's puns. Well, well, we're in our 30s now. We now need to start settling into a more full-time career. Are we, are we all in our 30s now? Is, is, are is everybody hurting? in this conversation in their yeah. 30s? <laughs> almost yeah. there. Well, almost. Andrew's almost there. Almost. And as of April, I'll be there in June. Okay. So Very close. I'm catching okay. up. Well, I'm catching up. Welcome. Well, Welcome. Come along. It's a good ride. Well, if it you is. guys have not heard our previous episodes on Captain America and Captain Marvel yet, go check them out. But we will start yep. our Iron Man discussion here in just a few minutes. We want to say hello real quick to our first Czech listener. All hey. the way from Europe. Hola. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't speak Czechoslovakian. That, so. that definitely <laughs> is not it. So <laughs> definitely is not it. Progs, progs for trying. Uh, no, that's just yeah okay mad well, progs yo thank you well first pun check <laughs> well thank you so much for tuning into the show um but first before we dive into our discussion anything happened to you guys in dad life this week well nope. rowan <laughs> nope for trip <laughs> yep, just solid week all right absolutely uh, yep no updates well rowan had a moment of distress the other day he had just finished his hash brown that yes is in the shape of a dinosaur because because I'm reasons a, because I'm a because dad. dinosaurs, but he'd finished his hash brown and he was asking for more, and you know we we gave him a sign we're like no hash browns are all done, and then he just got this look of distress on his face. <laughs> I mean just he was devastated, and and then he he looked he looked at me and he looked at Meredith and then he went. Oh no. <laughs> it was as if he had just learned that all the hash browns in the entire world had been destroyed. Or like that was that was the giant last... potato meteor. Yes, the meteor had made all the hash brown dinosaurs extinct. And it just Oh no. <laughs> I've never seen so much just emotion come out of not having another hash brown. I love that. It's just the worst thing to happen in the history of ever. <laughs> if it's Chick-fil-A hash browns, then that's a, that makes me do that. Mm. I get sad when I'm done mm. with my Chick-fil-A hash browns. It's true. This is true. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyone else? Yeah. yeah. So Josiah has a new habit. Now he is finally discovering that he can open doors or at least attempt to <gasps> life has oh, found so a way clever boy. And life has so, so listen to this, this, this kid keeping with the dinosaur thing. me to, be alone uh, when, when he knows he could be with me. So I go into the bathroom and close the door because I'm taking care of business. Oh, I knew this is where this yep. was going. And it's always yep. the toilet. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, dropping the kids oh, off Oh, you're the pool. sitting? No. And, and this kid, all of a sudden, it's, it's like you could almost hear the psycho music start and the doorknob just starts jiggling just a little bit. And I'm like, let me just go peace. And then his little hand reaches under the door, and that's when the climax of the psycho music hit. And yeah, yeah, this this kid is, uh, we've hit new limits. Oh. All right, well, guys, it's time to hop into the fun V and get this discussion going, and we'll be back in just a second. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Dadgum Nerds. We truly appreciate it. And also, in case you didn't know, we are also both on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way for you to help us grow the show and get it out to other dads and nerds. So we truly do appreciate it and would love to invite you to be part of our Dadgum community. Have a great one. Appreciate you. 
So we are three episodes into our MCU series, which brings us mm-hmm. today to the very first film in the Marvel started universe. at all. Good yep. old Iron Man started everything. Numero uno. Heads up today. We will be doing full spoilers. spoilers. Full spoilers. <laughs> 13 year old movie. This movie came out mm-hmm. in 2008, but if you have not seen it and don't want it spoiled, come on mm-hmm. back when you're done. Just <laughs> saying, I don't want some comment that says, I can't believe you guys did that. So you have been warned. So go watch it. Iron it all out for yourself and then come back. Oh my gosh. Mm, well, as always, one. as always, we have got three questions that we ask ourselves when watching this movie. One is what do you think this movie did? Well, everything Two, <laughs> what would you have changed? Nothing. And three, everything. what are your dad night? Date Robert night Jr.'s face and family night scores. <laughs> you guys are awful. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll dive straight into this question number one what do you think this movie did well trip would you like to start us off yeah so elephant in the room robert downey jr as tony stark inspires casting choice phenomenal john favreau fought for him and now he Mm. is because of that whole uphill battle and that he won robert downey jr is the godfather of the marvel cinematic universe yep he is supposedly gone now, except maybe he's not, except maybe probably is, except we don't want to take our chances with somebody else to play the part because money. <laughs> so it, you can get uh, Tom Cruise, who they initially were planning oh on putting gosh. in the role, wow. that, which would be just as a quick, quick side note. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> to, fan, fantastic multiverse. <laughs> That's pretty good, Zach. <laughs> Fantastic idea for the multiverse. If we ever yeah. see alternate takes on the characters, yeah. just bring back everybody who was ever rumored to be like the, uh, the, to play the a number character. two casting choice for that Wait, character. Yeah. So, so does and that just, mean a, Nicolas Cage for, would make an appearance? No, because he no, was going Nicolas to be Cage Superman. Was cast for Superman. Superman. That's um, right. Okay. Ooh. Although we could bring him back as Ghost Rider. Anyway, uh, um, the oh, and as a what? side note, Bro? Tom Cruise wasn't initially selected. He was he was he wanted to make Iron Man happen in the late nineties. So this was something that that was that huh. was a totally separate project before okay. the Marvel started taking over their own movies. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff going on in this movie. It really set the tone for the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So um, I love the action. Uh, that's mm-hmm. actually tied into one of the things I would change, uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, for example, like the, I feel like that an initial gunfight at the very beginning of the movie where mm. his, uh, his Humvee blows up is violent without being bloody. Like that's still yeah. intense. That's still, I mean, I still clenched up watching that mm. and I don't think anybody bled until, until you see the blood coming through Robert Downey Jr.'s shirt, right. um, yeah. at the end of the sequence. And uh, the, yeah, the dialogue, the relationship, and the 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 dynamic between Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and with uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, it's all oh, Jeff. Bridges. It's all great. It's all Jeff the Bridges. Pa- the the pacing is phenomenal. It's a two hour movie, and it just moves at such a great clip. So yeah, yeah. I just I have um, I have things I would change, but all things considered, I have very little bad to say about this movie. It was oh, that's um, good. They just came. They just came with both. It just came firing both repulsor blasts. Yeah, <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, and you also have to think too. Coming into this, we had had a handful of comic book films. Really, at this point, Spider Man and X Men were about the only ones who had done. Well, you had the Hulk. Movies well. Yeah, the Hulk movie, not the MCU oh, one. Oh, but, yeah, Eric yeah. Bana. That one. That one's <laughs> that one's rough. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but that was, uh-huh. with the exception of Spider-Man and some of the X-Men movies, that's what you kind of expected from a superhero right. movie, is it was, it was right. going to be a great hit or a big miss. Mm. And I love the fact Catwoman. that... <laughs> oh, no. Alberia's oh, Catwoman. <laughs> no. 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 Oh. no. Zach, how about you? Well, first off, Jeff Bridges as the villain. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. You, we talk about Robert Downey Jr. as inspired because, I mean, was he really cast or is this just an autobiography? Like, is it a documentary yeah. of <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.? Like, he's just, it, it's almost like he's playing himself. But Jeff Bridges as a villain, I mean, just 
his presence every time he was on screen mm-hmm. i just felt like he owned it and just know this you may be cool out there but are you as cool as shaved head jeff bridges riding on a Segway <laughs> into a top secret facility while smoking a cigar cool because the answer is no i i had forgotten about that scene and i i was laughing so hard that we had to pause it like i was watching this with meredith and i'm like that is so cool <laughs> um <laughs> but I, I thought he was a great choice. Um, I think it's everything you want in an origin story because yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Stark is a despicable human being at the beginning. Yep. I mean, first off, any person who puts that much ice in perfectly good scotch is a messed up individual. <laughs> like that alone should have been. That, oh, this. That's your litmus uh, it test. Was, it was. No, this, it was. It was. It was soda. Messed up. It was. It was soda, Zach. It's soda. We've nope. got kids listening. No nope. soda. <laughs> no, I mean, first off, we knew Jeff Bridges was a bad guy when he was like, mm, "Tony always gets the good stuff." Immediately puts ice and good scotch. I was like, "What are you doing?" But uh, <laughs> Tony Stark is a character that you you like. Wait, he's the protagonist. This guy's despicable, and then you see how he has to turn his life around. Yep. And and mm-hmm. he does that through the catalyst of sacrifice. Like yeah. it, when you think yeah. about it, Ho Yinsen is responsible for the defeat of Thanos. That one right. man's sacrifice yeah. is responsible mm-hmm. for the greatest villain in the MCU thus far being defeated. Okay. Huh. And, and I would that already is more sacrifice in his backstory than previous films that we've already reviewed okay in the in the first 30 minutes of the film and that i would argue it's it's less of his sacrifice i mean it definitely played a part but i would argue it's less of that one sacrifice and more of the experience overall seeing the 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 very thing that put his life in danger that had his name on it right before that missile detonated right in front of him and realizing that people were were stealing his tech and and committing 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 horrible <laughs> atrocities. I think <laughs> that had more of an effect on him than just that, than that, than just, just that one thing. Yeah. Um, so right. I would, well, I would it, argue but, there's, but without Ho Yinsen, all that would have been is a, a personal change for Tony Stark, but Ho Yinsen allowed him to get out of that cave and to become Iron Man. Fair enough. But Wait, fair enough. also the other person who's responsible for Thanos being defeated is dummy. The robot. Oh, he had he name. not? Had he not? <laughs> yeah, it's it's dummy and dumb you. Those are, are the you names. Are you serious? That's true. Yeah, oh, wow. I missed yeah. that. That's true. Yeah, well, you you see yeah, it at man. the very beginning when it talks about him building the robots when he was in high school. It's dummy and dumb you. That's um, fantastic. But without dummy reaching and picking up the model yeah. one of his heart, that's true. Tony would have died. So see, that's true. That, that's my question. <laughs> Where did these robots go? Like I needed more of those in our MCU lives. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. did they get blown up when his facility got blown up? And probably. Yeah. Three? Well, I, I mean, he's Tony freaking Ooh, Stark. Yeah. He can make these guys again if he really, but really wanted exactly to. Yeah. But at that point he didn't need them. He had, has, he had so many different, uh, Mod, what's the word? Mod, mocks, uh, marks, marks. Mm-hmm. He had okay. so many different Mark fours, five, six. And by the time we had gotten into Iron Man two and three, that he had. I mean, by the time we got to Infinity War, the the uh, the armor was basically nanotech that he kept in his arc mm-hmm. reactors. So that's it's so stinking I cool. Don't yeah, think true. he needed it at that point. So well, stinking cool. I think you mentioned this as well, Trip. But the script writing is just on. <sighs> point yeah i mean those those witty pithy quips that tony is just constantly whipping out uh but then also i watching it again i'm like there's some really good imagery in this like i was even Mm -hmm. thinking when iron man is flying up to the moon it's almost this reverse of icarus flying too close to the sun because like in that moment like he's he's too proud in his work and he flies too close to the moon and that's when the ice freezes. Okay. But funnily mm. enough, that is what ultimately helps him. He doesn't ultimately overcome the bad guy, but at least helps him get the one up in that big fight sequence at the end. Mm, so, right. I mean, there, there's a lot to this script that yeah. a, as you dig a little further deeper into it, it's, it's got some gold there. So I, yeah. I thought that was great. Um, watching it. This is my first time actually watching Iron Man after finishing Endgame, mm-hmm. And ah. I actually got really teary eyed in that moment between him and pepper Potts when she's replacing his yeah. module because she goes, Tony, I just want you to know 
it's all gonna be okay and i was like end game oh, <laughs> that's man. part of the line she says because in end game she goes it's gonna be okay we're yeah. gonna be okay you can rest it's now still too and i soon, was like yeah. oh my Don't gosh i forgot yeah. that that <sighs> line was there and like it was funny because I, I was you know i'm there cry. watching with meredith and she turns around she's like mm. why are you crying i'm like just I'm having a moment. I'm not. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, but I mean, and, and it's amazing that, you know, it's a 13 year old movie, which oh, mm -hmm. I feel old. Like that means a kid in middle, there's a kid in middle school right now that. Yeah. There's teenagers out there <laughs> yeah. right now that were. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it still holds true. And that just, yeah. that's testament to not only John Favreau's directing, mm -hmm. but Kevin Feige pulling together this tapestry of a masterpiece over that long of a period yeah well it was yeah. the beginning of kevin feige he I, I looked at the credits at the end um avi arad was a sony producer who was Ugh, jumped in yeah. at the time who has a really? checkered as a checkered pass uh, avi arad was the one who wanted to add in a lot of stuff like spider-man 3 actually is a, a, a kind of on his shoulders say no more so say yeah. no more um, yep, that's it done so the the fact that this it's is done. kevin feige and avi arad who has done some really great things and you know it was the beginning of it so you know we can't totally dog him um eh, yeah we can yeah okay maybe uh, just I a gotta, little bit I, you know what you know what you're right i completely forgot about him until you said his name so i'm picturing them in the in the writer's room or you know a production studio somewhere and i'm picturing kevin going nope a whole lot <laughs> nope no no what what if no yeah. i think no. i think that shows the power of when you have a collaboration and mm -hmm. it's not just mm -hmm. this monomaniac forcing their vision through and no one can tell them no i mean mm, i think yeah. that's why mandalorian is so strong because they they bounce ideas off another and they can tell each other no i mean you look at yeah a lot of the way Disney does their animations, I always thought co-director, why do they do that? And now I right. see, Oh, maybe this is why. Yeah. So that some person could go, uh, actually not a great idea. Right. So I think there's a lot yeah. of merit. Yeah. Um, just last thing, if anyone else remembers these cameras growing up, I'm pretty confident. And I included a YouTube <laughs> I know link so y'all can listen to it. We need oh, to include this repulse. in our show notes. I'm pretty sure his repulsor blast is the sound of Kodak camera flash recharging. Because <laughs> <laughs> I use those cameras all the time growing up yes. on like summer vacations and there was like the waterproof ones. But, but yeah. did you take one to space camp? Oh, wait, Andrew. Did this happen? Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you get the nerd merit badge yes right? we're yeah. proud yeah, this episode i, mean, I took mine it. to sea world i took mine to sea put world it in your pocket protector <laughs> yeah. the iron the iphone had just debuted the same year the iron man came out so it oh, it was, oh yeah well, we know 2008 we, we know it's dated because in the very opening scene he talks about this better not go on your myspace and i was MySpace like page, MySpace, yeah. space well he pull, and well, then he pulls out the digital camera which you oh, know we true. haven't seen those in a few years so yeah because <laughs> we have phones. so this and you know this was technically shot before 2008 so i'm i'm sure as mm -hmm. we go along the gamut of um of films we'll see uh we'll see a, a lot more current. Well, obviously we'll see a lot more current technology, <laughs> but you know, a bit more advanced. It. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just a little bit. Brett, anything you want to add to all that before well, I, I mean, jump in? Yeah. The, the dynamite cast is just paramount in this. Cause even with a great Anybody story, else seeing those, a trend here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> actually unbelievable. Actually, Brett, speaking of paramount, anyone catch the paramount logo at the beginning of this and not Disney's. Yeah. That's yeah. just, it was, it's weird to see. So I'm sorry, yeah. Brad, keep going. Yeah. And, and I, I have to give a nod to one of my, my deep loves. And I still miss this guy, Phil Coulson. We got to see the beginning <laughs> of agent <laughs> Phil Coulson. Yeah. There's no yeah. one like this guy. And, uh, I know we saw him in captain Marvel, but we didn't see him in captain Marvel until much later after infinity war mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was it was really good to see him. And I think that this movie, uh, like you said, it was the perfect origin story, but it wasn't just a perfect origin story for Iron Man. It was a perfect origin story for the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like it opened mm -hmm. up everything from. Yeah, it was a good hey, starting point. It, it, a normal person could become a superhero. You didn't have to get bit by a spider. Um, there was there was the mention of S.H.I.E.L.D. There was the mention of the Avengers Initiative. There was all these different things that were brought up. Yeah. And yeah. it was a great platform. 
Um, and I don't have anything else to add mm-hmm. besides what you guys have already said, except one thing. Um, guess who the executive music producer was for this movie? Executive music. Movie. I know who. I know who the composer it. was, yeah. but I don't know who the producer was. Was it Ramin Dejwadi or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Hans Zimmer. Hans really? Zimmer. Wonderful Zimmer was the executive music producer, which is one of the <laughs> reasons why the music in this movie for Marvel it was fantastic. Out. It does stand and out. And many others were not. Hmm. I had the Iron Man soundtrack uh, when it came out and listened to that thing. I still on have it. Repeat. It's, it's, it's on my <laughs> iTunes. Well, yeah. it's because there was iron. He was in his element. Uh, was that? I don't like you some days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my opinion. And I, I still remember. Flows. I still remember going, uh, Andrew, we, we graduated high school together and then we, we left from graduation and went straight to the theater to watch Iron Man. That was like the first thing we did after you know, high school I wasn't, graduation. I was going to keep that. I was going to keep that detail to myself so I don't like absolutely age myself. I think we should. You know, Why not? Get used to it, man. I know. It's coming. <laughs> You're We're about graduating. Now we want to start the rest of our lives. That's right. We did. Watch a movie. <laughs> we went. We went straight from high school graduation in the movie theater on this one. I remember that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Little did great. I we know. We got the soundtrack. So we've talked. We've talked a lot about what I would. What the things that I've enjoyed and thought they did well, like Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Jeff Bridges as Obadiah Stane. Um, one of the things I wanted to add, uh, I love the fun nod to the Iron Man animated show musical theme that they did. Yep. Uh, it's like yep. the big I'm band. Craps. Uh, da, 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 yep. da, da, da. That's the old, like, yep. I don't oh, even know what decade so cool. that was in. Um, 1960s. This, oh, yeah. wow. Was that far back? Wow. Yeah. So there was a series, there was a series of cartoons that I don't think Marvel produced them, but they were basically, uh, sh- they were basically just, um, uh, not screen grabs isn't the right word, <laughs> but they like were they images. were li- they were literal they were still images, literal frames from the comic books with very poor animation thrown mm. in there. Mm. Um, and it's it's like a so cheesy, but I can't get enough of it kind of feel to it. And they did that with Iron Man and Namor and Hulk and a couple of other characters, mm. just very sporadically throughout the nineteen. Can someone please put some pants on Namor, please? <laughs> um all right let's talk about terrence howard let's talk about second. pants <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's talk about terrence howard because this is the one and only time that he pops up as uh james rhodes colonel james mm-hmm. rhodes yep um, roadie yep uh i actually really like him in this particular role well, you're um, I, I thought he was a better straight man to robert downey jr than don Cheadle was eh, but was he I, um, I had this conversation with Meredith. I, this is actually one of the things that I would have changed is I actually, and this may be an unpopular opinion, but I thought he was a better roadie because I felt when he and Robert Downey Jr. were in the room, they were equals. Yeah. Like it felt mm-hmm. like he could go toe to toe with the genius and just spontaneity all over the place of Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Don Cheadle always felt like a sidekick to me. Yeah, he's like, he's mm. totally riffing like he's he's going back and mm. forth toe to toe with Tony Stark, whereas Don Cheadle was they always kind of played off of him where it's like, yeah, I'm just gun ho. I'm here, but I'm nowhere near as smart Mm-mm. as Tony Stark, um, mm. which I mean, that's a writing thing. But, you know, actors sometimes have input into it as well as producer. And, you know, uh, the person comes into it anyway. I, I thought he was a better straight man to him. I thought Robert Downey Jr. with just how wild and wacky um, he is as Tony Stark. Um, it played really well off of him where he's just this grounded character. And I thought he did that really well. Well, but had an intensity about mm -hmm. him as well. Yeah. 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 So I always saw him more as, has anybody ever seen hustle and flow? I have not. No. Okay. So he, he's a, um, P I M P in that, uh, in that movie (laughs) trying to be a rapper. Um, and I'm not going to say that I've always seen him as that, but like that, that kind of, um, that character he played in that movie is the kind of character I think he plays best and the kind of character I think that always kind of winds up in uh, some of the other okay. roles that he has played in other movies. All that to say is that I see him less of a, as a soldier and more as like the smooth operator kind of a okay. character. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, I saw him less. I I see Don Cheadle as Don Cheadle as more the the military type, at least in the way he carries himself in in the really? role. Really, but yeah, no, I, but like this, I barely this, see okay, military out of Don Cheadle. Okay, so here's well, it's I mean we've completely drifted away from all of that since Iron Man t- okay. two or three, um, but the guy that I always wanted to see in the role, and this is actually something I would have changed if I was in charge of the movie is instead of either of those characters, those actors cast Mm -hmm. Michael J. White as Rhodey. Oh, who if, okay. um, I actually know who that is. Yeah. He, he he was bronze tiger. I remember that for whatever reason. Okay. Yeah. I know that guy. Okay, he has made a living as um, uh, like he's a legit he's a martial, martial artist, artist and he's made a lot of movies that are not as big budget, uh, don't, don't have as wide of an audience, but he does all of his own stunts in them. He is this huge buff guy and he has such a gravitas and, and he mm. looks if you Google like, well, he might look a little different now in the comics, but uh, if you Google the comic book character of James Rhodes, he's a big buff black guy. He's a big yeah. soldier type. And Michael J. White, I could, I could totally see not only carrying that, uh, that sense of authority as a military guy, but mm-hmm. also the physical presence that okay. would really be able to spar with, uh, with Tony Stark's, uh, wit and, and, uh, genius. Yeah. So, uh-huh. um, well, Michael I, J. I could, White, I that. Michael J. White's already uh-huh. been in a super, a superhero movie. He was Spawn yeah. in the movie yep. Spawn yep. from oh, the nineties. Oh yep. dear, we don't want to talk about that though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Moving don't. on. Moving on. All right. Two more things uh, that I, I did like that you guys haven't touched on. Um, one of which, this is the film that single handedly put end credit scenes in the public consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember when this movie came out. We saw it. Um, I. Uh, me being my young naive self obviously did not stay all the way until the oh, very end. And I had, a, I had a friend of mine um, at the time who was notorious for spoiling things. Mm. Uh, and why was to- he your friend then? <laughs> <laughs> he had many good qualities, but one of them that was not great was that he just was a chronically uh, like I had to beat him to the theaters most times because I did uh, not want him okay. to blow anything. That guy. Okay. But if I have a friend who gives to charity on a regular basis, <laughs> but then on the weekend runs people over with his car, I choose to disassociate <laughs> myself with that are, person. Are, I don't look at them and go, you know what? On he, par with running someone over with a car. I'm just saying, I'm Depends just on the saying movie, sometimes Andrew. the Depends good doesn't the balance out the bad. Sometimes anyway. the good doesn't balance out the bad. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. He, he blew at the end that, oh, did you see they're doing the Avengers at the end? Of, what? Then I, you know, obviously I had to go back and watch the whole thing, but you know, went in like, oh, Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury, which Thank you, Iron Man, for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great casting choice. Again, Yet again, dynamite casting. <laughs> I, yep. Again, mm-hmm. I, whoever casting director is in this, I didn't look it up. Great job. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is the message that's in this movie is really good. Really taking the character of who Tony Stark is. And I love that, you know, like Jensen's last words to him are don't waste your life. Mm-hmm. and how this yeah. movie just seamlessly wove in just a really good message on, you know, I shouldn't be alive yeah. unless it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, okay. I, that really resonated with me. I was like, this is, this is good. They did it without being preachy as you, so it, as fresh out of high school went and sat in a dark room for two and a half hours doing nothing. Changed his life. No, but now <laughs> obviously I'm on a podcast uh, talking about we've it. arrived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what my mom was hoping for. <laughs> I'm quitting my day job, y'all. <laughs> All of those years of education for this moment. All right. Question number two. What would you have changed in this movie? Zach, you want to kick us off? Well, we kind of already touched on this, but you know, bit. making making pop culture references is a double-edged sword, right? Because you yeah. get you get that that zing of the audience because it, it has relevance to them in the moment. It's but timely. as soon as he said MySpace, it dated this movie for me. I was yeah. like, MySpace? What? And so I, I then, in contrast, look at something like Winter Soldier. And mm-hmm. while it has elements that were 
current to that time. I mean, the type of cars that you see being driven, cell phones, et cetera, not mentioning stuff like that specifically, but just keeping it more generic, like Big right. Brother is watching you. Mm-hmm. I think that movie is going to age much better as far as yeah. references and dating than this one will. Not to mention that right. the, the visual style of that film is very 2000s, that high contrasty, deep blacks, way Snap white. zooms. Yep. Snap zooms. I, oh, my word. I, I laughed. I laughed the first snap zoom I saw. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Favreau was still becoming a filmmaker. Um, uh, but kind of on the same topic of pop culture references, you know, it, it'd been a while since I'd been like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like, kind of how you can always just make Nazi Germany like they're the bad guys and we just accept it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Middle Eastern terrorist cells hiding in caves. Oh yeah. That was a big trope <laughs> during that time. Yeah. Uh, and it, well, it you know, was, again, it was timely. It, it, it worked. A lot of relevance. It was timely. Yeah. It, it worked so, for the time in which it was you, made. If you go back and you look at, you know, cinema over the years, movies like Rambo, a mm-hmm. lot of Chuck Norris yep. movies, John Wayne movies. I mean, there was always some sort of movie that was being made uh, th- that involves storylines similar to what was being right. pulled out of the headlines, similar to what was going on in the real world. So mm-hmm. they do these things to like, I mean, I had one uh, film professor or media professor say that um, effectively that like Rambo was effectively made because we lost them Vietnam war and mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't want, we wanted to win. You know, we like the, oh. the perception was basically we wanted to win. You need and to so see somebody win. turned around and created some. Exactly. Somebody turned around and created something where he just goes out and just huh. blasts all the bad guys. So he could almost get like so, vicariously. Exactly. Okay. So, okay. so I hope I didn't ruin movies for somebody out there listening, because that's one of those things that I can't un- unsee. <laughs> How dare you but, touch John Rambo? Yeah. How dare but you? But you also have to you've also got to remember that this was the first this was the first effort that they had first entry in the MCU. So they're basing mm. some of what they do off of what has been successful in the past. Now, after that, I mean, to your point about other movies in the, in the chronology after that, they, they pretty much were like, Oh yeah. Okay. So we've got blank check to do whatever the heck we yeah. want. Cause what we want, what we do works. And everybody else started trying to copy the formula. So sorry, well, I didn't mean to hijack. you. Well, well no, I mean, it made me go back and go, huh? I think one of the things that was great about the MCU is didn't they, didn't they try to make it to where the year a movie was released, that was the year the movie took place? Because I want to say like in I, Age of Ultron, they reference that it's like, oh, know. it's 2014. Like, I'm pretty sure they do, but their world events never coincided with our actual world's events, with Prime. the exception yeah. of Iron Man. I mean, obviously you have World right. War II happening in <laughs> Captain America, but I, I felt like I liked having it to where this is an alternate reality. Like it's grounded mm-hmm. in what we know to be earth, but it's not mm-hmm. ours. Whereas this kind of broke right. that because I was like, Oh, we're in a conflict with the middle East. This feels like it could be modern day events, <laughs> right? Something else. And this is true for way too many movies than it should be. But the opening exposition sequence where we're going through Tony Stark's life and accomplishments, uh-huh. how is it that you can have these amazing CG effects? And then the Photoshop job is shot. <laughs> <laughs> like every picture of Tony Stark, I'm like, it looks like a middle schooler photoshopped Robert Downey Jr.'s face onto someone else's body. I'm like, could have been the intern. Was it? Yeah, was it the interns that got the Photoshop <laughs> the job? But I feel like it's in so many movies. I'm like, okay, so you put how much into the CG, but you can't get a Photoshop oh, still image it's done? Al- it's always the stuff. You gotta in, run like, out of frames. money eventually, I guess. It's always the stuff in like frames on the mantle. You yeah. know, it's like they yeah. pick it up out of there. Yeah. It's like, oh, it looks great. And then there's that one character that you're like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. So it messed up big just time. The, the inner Photoshop artist in me was just a little bit appalled. I'm like, really, guys, you have all this money and you can put a little bit more shading. Uh, right. But something else, while the script is so good, I, I know they needed to establish that Tony Stark is a playboy. Like we, we want to make him a detestable character, but I, I do right. feel that maybe they could have implied a little bit more and shown a bit less. Like as yeah. I'm thinking of I, showing this to my kids. Yeah. I agreed, Zach. I, look, I, I don't want that to be shoved in my face, let alone my kids. And it was done twice. 
and and so I agree. You can have a lot more power by by implying something uh, because you can fill in gaps easily. Uh, you know, in, in mm-hmm. today's day and age. Um, but at any rate, it was uh, it was something I think I would have changed too. Past sure. past this film, I, I can't. They stayed pretty high level when it came to anything like. Uh, anything on that side well and that's yeah. why it, it irked me because you see this happen over and over again with tv shows in that like the first episode is the one where you show the most and it's almost like that's the hook so you watch the rest and so i it just it bothered me that it was in this one i mean the yeah. line where he's like how do you sleep at night well i'm willing to lose a few with hours you. on you yeah they could have just mm-hmm. cut to the morning after okay. like because yeah. that was such yeah, a sure good line have. that like oh we knew what he meant like just Cut to her wearing the oversized shirt. So for the- you're right. You're, I, I, I'm in agreement on everything that you just said as a family man and from a moral standpoint and everything like that. But, but being well, able to do is there was too many. buts. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say I would say that the plane scene, I'm, assu- I'm assuming when you said it happened twice, you're talking about the scene between him and the reporter and the plane. The scene. hookup yeah. and the plane. Yeah. Scene. I think mm-hmm. I think the plane scene was Im- implication enough. Um, that's what well, you, did you see that what, zoom out? There was nothing. Yeah, implied. I saw the zoom out. No, well, you don't know what happened after the it cutaway. Was in plain sight. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Brett. What else? Yeah, yeah. I would change uh, actually only about two more things. One is uh, that there's this sulking warlord that reminded me of some emo high schooler. Oh. That I was like, there is yeah. no depth in this character. He, he at had all. absolutely no depth. It, now, Nobody granted, pain. I get it. He was the red herring to the actual antagonist, but mm-hmm. give him just one more layer. Like, give give him <laughs> a like he he lost his family because of right. Stark Industries or something. Right. Like, just fill it in. Um, but anyway, like, I'm going to take over the world. I yeah. hate boulders, and I got covered with them. I just. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because so many times we've gone back and said, just make the bad guys, the bad guys. So mm. this seems a little, this seems a little oh, contradictory maybe. to some of the stuff we've talked about as far as, um, you yeah. know, being tired of seeing everybody's sympathetic backstory when they're the villain in the movie. Yeah. But that may be one step too far on, you know, that side of the pendulum. It just, just a little bit back, just, just the tiniest bit back. I think it could have benefited a little bit from as, as long as we can still saying, hate them. Then I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead, and bro. I get it. He was he was power hungry, and that was his motivation. So, and he explained that in the movie. The other thing I would have changed is that this is the beginning of the quote: "Nearly every solid villain dies." Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're You're the not villain. wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, just movie after movie, the villain dies, and then another villain dies, and like, oh look, another complex villain dies. It, with the exception of Abomination, Surtur, and Vulture. Surtur, not Surtur. Surtur. <laughs> it's not <laughs> French. Your mother was a hamster and your father <laughs> smells of elderberries. He seemed pretty happy about him going out at least, you know? <laughs> At least if, if you're um, going to go down, go down doing something that you like. You well, know? I'll say go down doing the thing that you've been prophesied. 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 Prophesying the destruction. Little people, right. people don't know this, but all of the prophets in Thor's universe has lisps. I, I have. <laughs> I'm going I'm to do three things that I would have changed in this film. Okay. Um, from day one, I have wondered about this. How... Obadiah Sane has the capability to make a suit that is quote advanced in every way mm. to, to this okay. day that has always bugged me because he was he's not Tony cocky. Stark. Yeah, he's, he's, he's cocky. No, but I mean, like clearly also in that final battle though, Tony Stark is the underdog. Well, well sure. Oh, but he Tony reverse, Stark he reverse still... engineered it. Yeah. He reverse. It's he couldn't yeah. remember the, the conflict was he, the obstacle was, he couldn't figure out how to build it, but once he got the central technology, he just he just he just took a look at it, figured out what he was dealing with, and, and put just some more boom it. booms in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I can I can trace Rembrandt if someone gives me the lines. I mean, you know, because <laughs> if you saw if you saw okay. in Sector sixteen where they walk in and uh, before Sector, Sector sixteen. 
And before <laughs> Iron Monger wakes up, his his suit really. Um, yeah, there's you the Mark see one. the old suit, right, right there. And so not only that, but he had the the arc reactor. All right, so I f- I feel better. I feel better about this. I'm not 100 percent there. We're, but, we're here um, for I'm, you. I feel better about it. Yeah, we just right. want you to know your opinion's wrong. So moving cool, on. sounds good. All right, uh, <laughs> no. my number two for a movie about Iron Man. Mm-hmm. We don't really see what all he could do. He yeah. often felt handicapped. And like the only time that I felt that he was kind of unleashed was about for 30 seconds in Golmira. Yeah. When he blows up the tank and not I even mean, a problem. <laughs> it's, it's super cool. But like, you know, the Mark one in the background, obviously you need the Mark one escape at the very beginning. Obviously you need the Golmira thing. Um, and then at the very end though, he's obviously working off of the, the old, arc reactor in his chest it just felt like aside from that Golmira sequence like you didn't see what iron man was capable of well and okay. i'm just glad they didn't i think that's why it works is because you yes. want to root for the underdog i mean it, right right I, I it was a little too handicapped for me i wanted to see a little bit more like okay what's the capability that iron man has now granted just, you get that mm-hmm. you get that over the course of you know, all the different movies that Tony Stark is in. So I, I, mm-hmm. I fully concede that, but just in that movie, I think I would have toned the handicap down just a hair. Yeah. Mm. Tony Stark is figuring out who he is. He hardly knew how to fly and barely how to shoot. Yeah. His little, yeah. Uh, his little Kodak uh, camera. So Brett, yeah, Kodak gonna, camera. Right. So Brett, the, the, in the words of Ryan George, the YouTuber, I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back on this. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't, I'm laughing. Little, little I don't know who that is, but I'm laughing. If you guys oh, have the, not, the if you guys guy? have not oh. seen pitch meetings um, from yeah. Screen Rant, he's fantastic. fantastic. Oh, oh, um, okay. I, have, I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen them. <laughs> All right, last one. I surprise anybody. <laughs> I sorry. Keep, I wish this is not even necessarily something in the movie. I would have necessarily changed. It's something that I wish they would do later on in the MCU. I, I think Obadiah Stane is just begging to be retconned as a Hydra agent. Oh, so that, like point. he wasn't just working on his own. So like he wants to take over Stark Industries so that Hydra is a weapons manufacturer at that point. Well, but, or, but at the same time, other people can be competent as bad guys other than Hydra. Like Hydra doesn't have the monopoly on Sinister. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but yeah. that, that character in particular though, I was getting some serious Hydra vibes off of, but he know, doesn't need to be. He's Jeff Bridges. He yes, is his that own is organization. That is true. Uh, so apparently I'm three for three on like unpopular, so I'm gonna, unpopular. I'm going to quote the dude. Uh, from, oh, no. uh, yes. Oh no. Yeah, the dude. And I'm going to, my response to you, Andrew is, well, let's just, you know, your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Thanks. Thanks from afar. Huh? We do not oh. endorse watching the big Lombowski on this show. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. Don't, do that. don't do it. All right. Well, no. let us uh, skybeam here into the third question. Um, what are your dad night, date night and family night scores? So let's go. Let's start with Dad Night Trip. What would you give this uh, out of score of one to ten I, on Dad Night? I give it an eight. I give go. it an eight. It's it's not just a good superhero movie. It's a great movie, and mm. I think it's something mm. that anybody can pick up and put down. Especially since it's at the beginning of um, Marvel's so far thirteen year history career in the the MCU. It's it's because they didn't know what was coming. They didn't necessarily set it up for a sequel, except for the, um, the mm. after credit scene with Samuel L. Jackson, right? It stands on its own and it's, it's real. It's really easy just to watch and enjoy for a sci-fi as a sci-fi flick. Yeah. Zach. I, I mean, I, I agree with everything trip said, except I, I'll give it a seven. And that's purely because I want to leave my eights and nines and tens for other films coming uh, down. Yeah. So just to keep it fair, like it's solid. So that's why I give it a seven, seven yeah. solid. Right. Yeah. Seven as well. The, the shoving the playboy stuff in the face kind of brought it down a couple notches. And then I really wanted Obadiah to remain alive. So other than that, mm. man, I, that is a you, solid. You wanted him to be Obaliva. You didn't want him to oh, Obadiah. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, Chip was going on the same not, line. That's a double. Not just, not just, not just two puns. <laughs> at the same time, but uh, taking the exact same thread and going in opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. 
guys are awful. Yes. That's a two-stroker right there. Love it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round out the jackpot. I'm going to give this one a seven as well. Um, I just, it's a good movie. Uh, if you put mm-hmm. this in on a movie night, I'd be all on board for it. So mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm still a little surprised. Like I'm, I'm still a little surprised. All that high praise just to get sevens. It's like an well, IGN again, video game review. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of with <laughs> shots kind fired. Of, kind of with Zach though That's on this amazing. one, where it's like there are some eights, nines, and even a ten that mm-hmm. I would hand out later on yep. in the process. Yep. Um, so I, I kind of want to. Yeah, it's, I, I just it's I would classify this from as gold. a good film. Diamonds from gold. Like I'm, it's a fantastic <laughs> movie, yeah. but there's some diamonds yeah. out there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Date night. How would we classify this as a night with uh, watching this with our wives? Trip? I'm giving it a five. Uh, Faith will watch it with me because she does enjoy the banter. And every now and then I'll hear her go. <laughs> That's how she laughs when she thinks something is mildly funny. She laughs through her nose. Um, but uh, it's just still <laughs> it's, it's it's not Doctor Strange and it's not uh, it's it's not it's weird, not weird enough, enough for her. Yeah, it's not um, WandaVision gotcha. or Guardians of the Galaxy. Not high concept enough. Right. Well, just bizarre. <laughs> she has like her standards. Fa- I, I may have said this before. Her favorite book, Alice in Wonderland. Her favorite movie, oh, Alice okay. in Wonderland. Wow. So that that explains she, a lot. she likes out okay. there stuff, that fantasy. Yeah, that flavor. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Well, Zach? for me, it's just one tick down for Meredith. Like she, she enjoys anything Marvel. She just really thinks Tony Stark is a snake and doesn't like him. <laughs> so she still likes <laughs> even later. She, 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 she still likes the movie. So, I mean, okay. I'd give it a six. So it, okay. it's still higher up there, but she, she enjoys Tony when he's part of an ensemble when it, not when he's the focus. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Brett. Yeah. For me, it's another solid seven. Uh, even my wife, she was taking care of Callie and, and doing some other stuff. Uh, while I was watching the movie and even she was coming in like, this movie is so cool. I'm like, I knew I loved you, sweetheart. And so I'd give it a solid seven. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, be the Debbie Downer in this one and give it a two. Mm. I and we're going to expect oh, because it's these not kind of Harry Potter. The, no, and, because and, because Kristen refuses <laughs> to watch any of the Iron Man movies because they quote and because it's not her. Harry Potter. Uh, is it they, is it because he's just so arrogant? Like, I think so. She doesn't yeah. do well with arrogant personality types. Um, she feels the same way about huh. Tom Cruise. So the fact that so like Tony Stark <laughs> okay, is like so, the well, antithesis of this. So yeah. I mean, it's a Marvel film. She'll watch him with me, but she really does not like Tony Stark. So I, I, I for date night for us personally, I'm gonna have to give it a two. Man, so your yeah. scores are a stark contrast. Mm. Shut your oh, dang mouth. Come on, that was a good one. Family even- night trip i gotta give it a zero uh oh. i have one okay once again my two-year-old is really going to stunt these these scores <laughs> right uh, <laughs> but for the same reasons that you guys just said about the you know the 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 playboy scenes i've got a little girl guys i'm not i'm not mm. i'm not showing that to her until she is very much of age um you yeah. know 25 26 at least and so, yeah, there you so go. <laughs> until she has uh, to buy her own just, health insurance, right? No, no go. Just keep exactly. Safe. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Um, I don't want her first exposure to panties being, uh, on, on TV. Like she's still in yep. diapers. Mm. So, yeah, um, makes sense. But, uh, uh, and, and the intensity of it, you know, I mean, there's some, still some pretty, uh, perilous scenes in it and she just does not do well with it. So I'm not watching. I this mean, with this, my kid. this is a tad scarier than if you give a mouse a cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just a tad. Yeah, if you give a yeah. Tony an arc reactor, <laughs> true. <laughs> Zach, how about you? Um, so I, I will say I am extrapolating a little bit in the future, like seeing Rowan as yeah, a boy. Not so much Same, a I have to. Uh, but even still, I'd give it a four. I, I I would want Rowan to be probably in middle school. Just and I mean the the exposure scenes alone. Yeah, I, I think it's the, very violent for the same reason as, as, yeah. as uh, for my kid, you don't want to expose your kid to panties on, 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 yeah. on TV. It want, he needs right. to be well of age, like 26, 28 at least. Right. Um, and <laughs> I, I think it's very violent. 
you, you say there's no gore and you're right, but I mean, that opening scene is intense. <laughs> I mean, it's very intense. You, you, yeah. you got, you know, out of the people in the fun V, I mean, it's, it's one for four, make it out. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. very intense how they meet their demise as well. So mm-hmm. I, uh, until he's in middle school and probably has worked his way up, I will probably, I'll give it a four. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. and I'm kind of roughly in the same boat. I think middle, like either late elementary school, middle school. That's probably about the time that I'd show Theodore. I'm again. I'm at, like Zach. I'm having to extrapolate in the future because I've I have a one and a half year old right now. Um, I I would have given this a five. I, I would have given this like just middle of the road. Can go either way. It's got some good stuff. The action that's in it. Yeah, it's a bit intense, but it's pretty bloodless. And you know, it's just you know tech basically fighting. Um, I'm going to bump it to a six though, purely for the message. And I think that could be a really mm-hmm. good teaching point for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason that I give it a six for it is that I can, I can take, um, don't waste your life and use that as a teaching point. So you can watch this with vid angel and still, I'm not, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, not, not doing that. But <laughs> did I ever tell you we put vid angel on its maximum setting and put in the movie 300 <laughs> The movie was five minutes long. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it was, I kid you not. It was the opening, like he's he's telling about like the the backstory, and then it's the middle of the movie. It was a random scene with the queen, and it's just a dialogue scene. But she was in like full robes, so like there was no see through. Which a majority of her her costume is a little bit more revealing. And then it was the very end. The movie was five minutes. It was did, amazing. Wait, okay, did the kick? Did the kick make it? Did the Spartan kick into no, the well? No, because that was considered oh. violence. Like no, you gotta realize that was not full, G. When full yeah, oh, yeah, on, yeah, it's point. like it's more than G. I mean, like they didn't even show the end credits because of all the animated blood. So oh, the movie God. was literally five minutes. So wow. anyway, sorry. 300 as told by Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no kidding. The, the last, the last. <laughs> oh, the, oh bother. <laughs> this wall of arrows coming at you. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. <laughs> this is oh the most wonderful thing about Spartans. Spartans, the Spartans are wonderful things. <laughs> wonderful things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett, what's your family score? Yeah, yeah. So I'm along with uh, you and Zach. I'm kind of trying to extrapolate into the future and see what my middle schooler would want to see. And I would give this a four because I, I have got to to teach my kid more about what is acceptable in life. Uh, acting like Tony Stark, and especially during the first part of this movie, <laughs> is, is definitely a no-go. That's no bueno. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got to be my kid's filter sometimes, you know. And eventually I will trust them to go out and make the right decision. But, uh, uh, the four will eventually turn into a solid seven when they get old enough. Don't worry. Yep. Cool. Sounds good. Yep. All right. Well, next up we got our game for you guys. So we'll be right back after this. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M I L E S H K O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com, Click our sponsors tab and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning, and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. So today, uh, we obviously do not have Kevin here, who's our typical game master. So today, the one who will be our game master is going to be, drum roll please, (laughs) it's Trip. It's Trip. And it's really easy to tell that as we're all seated. (laughs) So Trip, what you got for us today? We are doing some Iron Man trivia. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So All real right. quick, uh, we'll go through this, uh, the buzzers one more time. Zach, what is your buzzer? Boba Fett. <laughs> Andrew, what is your buzzer? Mine. And Brett, as if I already didn't know, what is your buzzer? Kaka! <laughs> Does Every not time. go. I will know that I will buzz in. You're so quiet during the podcast, and, and then, then the most your buzzer is. Buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will tell you all a series of multiple choice questions, uh, and um, uh, you will buzz in if you think you know the right one. I have one question for all the marbles at the very end of this uh, that is okay. not multiple choice. So Uh-oh. if you can, oh. you can miss every single question. 
and still answer the very last one. And if you get it right, word for word, you are the winner of Dadgum Trivia today. Okay. Ooh, wow. Okay. okay. All right. So Man, we will well, start really off with a couple. Me to try. Uh, yeah. We will start off ones. with a. <laughs> we will start off with a couple of uh, we'll say softball-ish <laughs> questions. Okay. Bring it on. When did Iron Man debut in the comics? And bonus points if you can name the comic book. Was it 1963, 1967, 1954, or 1958? Mozart again. Uh, I'm going to say Brett. 1954. Incorrect. Come on. Um, I think that I think Zach started the B to Boba Fett first. All right, uh, Zach? which shall be my answer? B. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Mine. Andrew. I'm gonna go with D. Uh, that was 1958. Not only is that incorrect, it's already been said. So. No, 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 no. He had 54. Brett had 54. Okay. okay. Well, there's only one option left. So can anybody remember it? We hey, all suck. 63. Correct. Uh, does anybody want to try and go for a point for the name of the comic book Iron Bubble Man fact. first appeared in? No. Uh, Mine? Zach. Iron Man. Incorrect. Mine. <laughs> uh, Andrew. The Invincible Iron Man. Incorrect. I, w- I will give you guys a hint. Okay. Does anybody know? Okay. Think in terms of Spider-Man's debut. Mine. Andrew. The Amazing Iron Man. Incorrect. All right. He debuted in 1963 and it was in a series of comics called Tales of Suspense uh, in, in, uh, in line with uh, the... Spider-Man thing. I had forgotten uh, about that. Spider-Man debuted in Amazing Fantasy. So very few hmm. of these characters actually had their own line of comics or oh. when they were introduced. Well, they, they should were, have, Trip. They, they should, should have. have. So we are going Gosh. with goose eggs for everybody. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> we suck! Question number two. You know, we do such a good job of painting ourselves as geeks throughout the entire podcast, and then sometimes we just completely ruin well, no, 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 it. No, no, no. Like, we ruin our I'm image with, with, with this trivia. Uh, yeah, I, I grew up with the movies, and I really have not, uh, to my shame, I've not cracked open many comic books. I've done research on a lot of them, but not actually huh. opened Listen, the book. Listen, if these are comic books, we're going to I'm about fail. to make you guys look really bad then. Kevin's my probably knowledge, going nuts right now. <laughs> my knowledge of anything that exists on paper is comic. Well, I, oh my God, I wish I had known that, uh, before I created all these questions, cause I'm <laughs> about to be a great <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This, H- hang on. This actually, game, actually, this actually game brought to you by the letter. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit. I'll mix it up a little bit. All right. Okay. And the numbers. I'll mix it up a little bit. I think I can, I think I can work with this. I think I can work with this. Cause I've got a couple of questions that I decided were too easy. Uh, that do actually pertain to the <laughs> to the movie to the movie. Just, hang on, I thought these were too dumb. Question, but right. I'm gonna include them now. All right, just shut the heck up. All right, uh, so You're let's jump around trip. a little bit. Question number two. So glad Kevin who, isn't doing this. Question number two. This is a movie related question. Who was Stanley uh, playing in the first Iron Man movie? Was it mine? A? Boba Fett. Uh, <laughs> Andrew. It was Hugh Hefner. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that his all only right. is that his only titled character for all of his cameos? No, he was Larry King in Iron Man 2 as well. Oh, that's okay, that's right. right. That's right. Okay. Um how old was Tony Stark when he built his first circuit board? Was it A? Both or was it up? Uh, Zach. 12. That is incorrect. Was it A oh, 4? Okay. <laughs> Andrew. I believe it was 4. Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, yeah. two for Andrew. Ta-da. Two for Andrew. If you paid close attention to what they said in that poorly photoshopped montage at the beginning of the movie, uh, yep. uh, he I built his first. Yep. All right. Because right, I remember so thinking gonna... it was like Mozart when he wrote his first symphony. All right. Uh, next question. Tony Stark actually has his roots in what historical figure? He is based on what historical figure? Is it A? All right. Uh, Zach. Zach. Tesla. Incorrect. Is it A, Nicholas, Nikola Tesla? B, <laughs> Thomas Edison? 
<laughs> I'm just really good at reading minds. B, Thomas Edison. C, Howard Hughes. Or D, John D. Uh, Rockefeller. Mine. mine. Andrew. It's Howard Hughes. That's correct. It is that Howard is Hughes. That's right. Howard I was like, Hughes I, I, was... I knew when yeah, I heard it. Yes. Yes. A, a genius uh, entrepreneur, billionaire, and or aviator. Very and, eccentric. Uh, very eccentric. Yes. All right. So... I had other questions, but Andrew is pushing me for time, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump to the one for all the marbles. Again, this is not a mo- oh, multiple man. choice question. All the marbles. This is not a multiple choice. Jarvis is not just a name; it's an acronym. What does it stand oh, for? Bubba oh, Fett. No. Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. Zach. It stands for just a rather very intelligent system. Are you serious? No <laughs> and just way. like that. And no just like way. that. Mr. Movie Trivia, not Comic Trivia. How did you know that? What? Well, so I'm going to be honest. When I was looking up the names for... I Googled. N- no. <laughs> when I was looking up the names for Dummy and Dumb You, oh. I, I saw that and I was like, uh. oh, so all of his like really high tech stuff actually have like a really stupid name. <laughs> okay. But, wow. Uh, right. but he just so, well dog millionaire this game. Well done. Well done, Zach. Well done, Zach. <laughs> He's well in. done, Zach. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. So in the last in the last wow. inning, uh, Z- <laughs> Andrew was ahead, and Zach pulled it out from underneath. It's okay. Him. Hey, well done. How well done. ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how I said my opinion of you ebbs and flows? Well, this would be what is known as a dip. All right, guys. Trip, We're good down job. here. Thank you. Trip, good job on the game today. Uh, next, we've got our closing much. thoughts we on count. And so we'll be right back in just a moment. Hey, Daggum Nerds fans. Did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, go to daggumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. Any closing thoughts before we go? We really like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was I think a solid film. I, I, you know, Andrew, one of your points was in li- sort of in line with mine. Uh, I didn't so much want to see Iron Man do more. I just wanted to see more Iron Man. Like, I remember walking away going, I had a lot of fun, no. but <laughs> I wish, I'm sure it was a budget Watching thing. Tony Stark. I just wish there had been, I just wish there had been more. Yeah, there had been more Iron Man. Okay. And Marvel needs to take a note on this. Get Hans Zimmer back on the executive music producer list for all Marvel movies. All of them. Put him on retainer. Or whoever the guy was for the that was the music producer on Thor Ragnarok because I really enjoyed that 80s synth oh, okay. vibe that they had now, going on too. Yeah. Um, I realized that I should never attempt comic book trivia ever again. Yeah. Well, now that I know that, <laughs> I'll be a better game master in the future. <laughs> like I, I, right. I got into, I think we've said this a couple of times on the show before, but like we got into a lot of this nerdy stuff through the movies. Yeah, that's and true. We, we've yeah. done a lot of extra stuff on our own time looking up and reading, but like I, I, I could probably count on, you know, two hands, the amount of times that I've actually held a legit comic book in my hand. Yeah. So enough, how do you know? Go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Well, I, I was going to say, funnily enough, the most Marvel comics that I have read are the Star Wars Marvel releases. <laughs> 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 like the Darth Vader series, right. which is excellent. Why am I, mean, I that's, surprised? That's par for the course for you. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah, they're Marvel. Respect yeah. the hat. <laughs> Was that an Admiral Akbar uh, no. impression? It's no. a hat. It's a hat. It's a hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it needs to be. That's Was the highlight oh, of this, hey, well, this Marvel enough, podcast a Star Wars enough, reference? <laughs> I do have oh, this nice. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We uh, I've always tell people two things before we go, but Trip, what is that first thing that we always tell people? We tell people to both follow and subscribe or to subscribe wow. and follow. You can do it in either order. Just do both. <laughs> follow us on YouTube. <laughs> fo- subscribe to Ring our podcast. Bell. Just Ring if you, if there's, bell. <laughs> If there's anything about this that you have enjoyed at any point, even if there's not, help a budding YouTube and podcast channel grow. Uh, it really helps us out. There, at this day and age, with everything mm-hmm. being so oversaturated, the only way to stand apart from the pack is to get those likes. So as much as we feel like we're begging and pleading, it really does help us out. So give us a like, hit that bell, mm-hmm. subscribe, 
Find us on any and all podcast platforms. We're there for you. So, Zach, what's the second thing we always tell people? Go to dagumnerds.com where we have a plethora of buttons for you to check out stuff <laughs> like our merch store, our Patreon channel, which we've got some really great perks. One of which is, hey, you could be a guest on this show. Hey, don't want to actually talk on the show? You could be a live listener. You get T-shirts, swag, be a Patreon. Yep. Like Trip said, yep. we are you... not above debasing ourselves to beg you for your support. <laughs> give us money, give us money, give us money, give us money. Please. <laughs> money, please. Oh, gosh. Mona well, Lisa. Brett. So, Brett, just to recap, what are those two things again? need to make sure to follow and subscribe if you don't want to miss anything. And then go to dadgumnerds.com and push all the buttons. All, all of, of the buttons. It needs Zach. to look like Elf in the elevator. <laughs> looks like a Christmas tree. Oh, I forgot to give you a hug. <laughs> Zach, what's our pun count for today? 15, baby. Two, wow. yeah. Yeah. Another double digiter, uh, baby. Mm, all single-handed. No, I think Trip actually contributed one of no, them. Listen, so. we had our synergy moment where we both were coming at the same pun from yeah, two different was directions. Insane. I was that trying was to insane. forget that. I was trying to forget that. Thank you very much. No, I well, think that was a YouTubeable moment. I think that needs to go on social. Uh, it does. Because no. it will well, probably never happen again. Probably not. <laughs> well, that is all we've got for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you later, Dadgum Nerds. Bye, everybody. Bing. See you guys. Game over.